Good morning. It's February 2nd, and welcome to Doing Life, daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times. This is the audible companion of the book by the same name. The music you're listening to is House at Boo Corner by Loggins and Messina. Today's title is The Hundred Acre Wood. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written every one of them. The days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. Psalm 139, 14-16, New King James. Hopefully children today continue to be exposed to Winnie the Pooh, House at Pooh Corner, when we were very young, and now we are six. The original classic short story collection by A.A. Milne, first released in England in the 1920s. They chronicle the adventures of Christopher Robin's stuffed bear, Pooh, as he roams the hundred-acre wood interacting with his animal friends. While regrettably there is no groundhog to speak of on today's auspicious date, Winnie the Pooh's world included other actual stuffed animals belonging to the author's son, Christopher. These included Eeyore, Tigger, Piglet, Kanga, and Baby Roo. Owl and Rabbit, on the other hand, came solely from Milne's imagination. Winnie was the name of a much-loved bear in the London Zoo, donated by a soldier who had brought him back to London from his time in Winnipeg, Canada. Pooh, as Milne explained himself, came from the fact that the Pooh's little arms were so stiff that whenever a fly came along, Pooh Bear would have to blow the bother away, and thus the name Pooh. While Pooh is, by his own admission, a bear of very little brain, he does come up with some remarkable insights on life. In fact, these even stimulated a little book published as The Tao of Pooh, some 40 years ago, by Benjamin Hoff. For the most part, Pooh knows how to stay happy and calm under all circumstances. Hoff insists that all the Winnie the Pooh stories are really Taoism, or a philosophy of life that emphasizes naturalness, simplicity, spontaneity, and the Chinese three treasures, compassion, frugality, and humility. He proves it in the foreword. In this conversation between Piglet and Pooh, Pooh, when you wake up in the morning, what's the first thing you say to yourself? Why, what's for breakfast? What do you say, Piglet? I say, I wonder what's going to happen today that's exciting. Pooh nodded thoughtfully. Same thing, Pooh said. There is much to be learned from all of Pooh's adventures and from all of his friends, but it's Eeyore and Tigger that most affect me. My wife will tell you that after 40 years of taking night call, when my turn is approaching in a day or two, I become noticeably Eeyore-like. Eeyore has the remarkable ability to see absolutely everything as the cup half-empty, and to never be content with this circumstance. He has a dim view of all the other animals, a fondness for his detachable tail, which is frequently lost, 
and a droopy outlook mirrored in his long, floppy ears. Ticker, on the other hand, is all energy and optimism. He always sees the cup half full, as he's fond of telling everyone. The wonderful thing about Tiggers is Tiggers are wonderful things. Their tops are made out of rubber. Their bottoms are made out of springs. They're bouncy, trouncy, flouncy, pouncy, lots of fun, fun, fun. But the most wonderful thing about Tiggers is I'm the only one. None of us can be totally Tigger all the time and wouldn't want to be because in his enthusiasm for life, he does often display a dangerous lack of judgment. But his inner joy and peace come from one realization. He's the only one. Once we realize that we are unique and wonderful as well, created by the God of the universe with a purpose in mind, it's hard to stay stuck in Eeyore mode for very long. Thank you, Father, that you value me so highly as to create me unique among your creations. Use me, Lord, to love others exactly as only I can and give the glory to you alone. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.